What They Don't Tell You brings you real conversations about wealth management that real people have behind closed doors. We bring together clients and experts to talk about topics that go beyond the numbers. Donor advised funds are one of the best kept secrets in the not-for-profit sector. In this episode of What They Don't Tell You, we explore Canada Gives, a charitable organization that helps philanthropists establish tax-smart, high-impact foundations with the valuable insight of a financial advisor. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of What They Don't Tell You. My name is Kevin DeHod, President and CEO with CDB McLean Partners, and I'm super excited and pleased today to be joined by Denise Castonguay with the Canada Gives organization. Uh, Denise was actually the founder of the organization, and we, we met actually through a client introduction. One of our clients was... Um, looking at Canada Gives a couple of years ago for their various charitable giving strategies and structures. And um, this client introduced us, and I've gotten to know Denise the last couple of years and understand what they do at Canada Gives. So, uh, Denise, welcome. It's great to have you on our episode today. Well, thank you, Kevin. I'm delighted to be here, and thank you for the invitation. I, of course, love Canada Gives and love what we do here. So it's my pleasure to to share some uh, some of our experiences we are, uh, legally speaking, a registered charity. We're a bit of a specialized type of charity. We're a public foundation, and we offer donor-advised funds to people that want and are able to make big gifts to the not-for-profit sector, but we are looking for an easier, more flexible way to set up a family foundation. We've been established for 15 years now. It was 2006 when we started, and we're now working with 200 families all across the country, we are overweighted in the West, Alberta being the most generous province with the most donors and the biggest gifts. So we're pleased uh, to, to be speaking with you. Our, our role really is to facilitate individual philanthropy. So we're successful if we're able to help our individual clients meet their own giving goals and strategies. But collectively, I can tell you, I'm proud to say that in 2020, when COVID hit, I can tell you the day after we all heard about it, our foundation clients just pivoted on a dime and started giving away money like it was Christmas. So we were busy last year giving away more money than we've ever given in 15 years. And to give you an idea, on average, our foundation clients give away six and a half to $7 million a year. But last year, they gave away $20 million. And we're very proud to be supporting their giving strategies. It, it was a remarkable time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember when you first told me that number, $20 million to charities in 2020, I was absolutely blown away. So that's uh, that's incredible. So Denise, many of our clients give annually. It's a, it's a regular part of their charitable giving strategy. Uh, however, when they give annually, they tend to write a check to a specific charity or, you know, a couple of checks to specific charities. And could you give our listeners and viewers a sense of, what it means to give through a structure and the benefits of a, of a structure like a family foundation. Right. Well, the first thing that comes to mind, Kevin, is an example of a fellow that I met too late. Um, he had he shared with me that he was a, a business fellow. He had a handicapped child, so he was very committed to one this one charity that, that provided a lot of services to his child and their, and their family. 
And so he was always giving to one charity. But one this particular year, he had a great success in his business, a good profitable year, and he made a big gift. He said to him it was his lifetime gift of $250,000. You know, the charity did thank yous and pictures with the big check and all of that stuff. He felt great. But the next year, he said to me, why are they asking me for more money? That was my lifetime gift. And I said, well, because they spent it, and now you're on their major donor list, and trust me, they're going to be calling you all the time. I said, you you, you would have been better to have set up a donor-advised fund and given to that donor-advised fund. You would have still got your tax receipt for $250,000, but you could have decided to give them maybe $50,000 a year for five years, and then you would have had more input into how it's spent. They would have understood where you're at. Um, it, it, that's the benefit of creating a, a structure, giving through a structure. Now, um, just for a moment, Kevin, I can share with you the motivations our clients have said to a third-party third research company. When they were asked what was their core motivation for setting up a family foundation using a donor-advised fund structure, they said it, primarily it was um, the biggest factor was to bond with their family. Um, they found it a very tax-efficient vehicle to use for making charitable gifts. Um, they wanted, they found with the foundation they could make a more sustainable impact on the causes that mattered to them. And frankly, to just to be more practical and more organized with their giving. So those are right, the reasons right. they shared. Yeah. Yeah, I know one of our um, one of our mutual clients. One of the well, I, I would say it wasn't the main reason, but it was one of the factors on on their family list was um, working through a structure and a donor advice fund with Canada Gives. They could allow us, CWB McLean and Partners, to continue to be the money managers. So yes. we actually continued to manage the funds on behalf of the family. And uh, I know I wouldn't say that was a deal breaker, but it was important to them. So well, and you're doing a very good job. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, definitely a team effort. Appreciate yeah. that. Now, um, if we if we kind of you know go a little bit deeper here, we think about a family foundation, you know. What are what are some of the options? I know you've talked to me before, Denise, about a private foundation versus a donor advised fund. So I thought we could just talk a little little bit about a private foundation versus a donor advised fund and some of the advantages and disadvantages of each. Okay. Well, to give you a quick context, uh, Kevin, if you're a charity in Canada, in Canada, you're either a charitable organization or a foundation. And to be a foundation, you can either be a private foundation or a public foundation. So all of those types of charities report to CRA and have lots of obligations because of that. They're legal entities. A donor-advised fund is a charitable giving account at a public foundation. So it's not registered separately with CRA. It doesn't report to CRA. It's a restricted fund at an existing charity at a public foundation like Canada Gives. So that means when you set up a donor-advised fund, you're simply opening an account. You fill out an application form. It can be set up the same day. If you're setting up a private foundation, you have to hire a lawyer. And it's a two-step legal process. can take six to 11 months and will cost you $5,000 to $15,000, depending on how much detail you go into. So um, just setting it up can take a lot of time and effort and cost versus nothing on the DAF side. So, I mean, I'm biased towards donor-advised funds because they're, you know, an easier, more flexible option, but I know that you'll help your clients walk through a, a more unbiased decision-making. But it's so it's really the operating of the structure that becomes the deciding factor often for people. 
With a donor advised fund, the, we do all of the administration, all of the reporting. Donors just ex receive their tax receipts from us and then spend their time working on what charities they want to support. Uh, with a private foundation, you have to do all the banking and the bookkeeping. You have to issue tax receipts and know how to do it because it's different for different gifts. You have to issue the gifts to charities. You have to track those gifts. And at the end of every year, you have to report to CRA, and that can be quite complex, too. You have to do financial statements. They may have to be audited, and you have to file a, an annual return. So it's a lot of work in running a private foundation and therefore costs and time. So that's generally not why people want to do a family foundation. They want to focus on the giving side, and donor-advised funds do that more easily, more cost-effectively, yeah. in, in most cases. Yeah, 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 and I know um, one of one of the other elements that's really important that you've mentioned to me on the donor advice funds is this concept of privacy. Right. Oh, right. yes. Thank you for that. That actually is a big factor for many people, and because a private foundation is a legal entity, reports annually all of the financial information. CRA then publishes that. Publicly, so you know your neighbor can look up how much money you've put into your foundation. All the charities, all eighty-eight thousand of them, go to that directory and find out how much you've given to different charities. And so, with a with a donor advised fund at Canada Gives, we report on all two hundred families a, as one report. So nobody can see the individual foundation account. They can't. They don't know what you're doing with a donor advised fund. Everybody knows what you're doing with a private foundation. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was. For this one client I've been working with recently, you know, they're just very private and they don't they will they don't want the public to know how big their foundation is, number one. And number two is they don't really want the public to know which charities they're giving to and how much. So it was a it was a really big factor, really important factor. So so that's great. I love I love how earlier you said, you know, you kind of take take all the hassle away for the clients and just let them focus their time and energy on which charities to pick. Because that's and, you know, from my perspective, that could be quite an overwhelming task just in itself, right? Yeah. So just let yeah. the families focus on that and you take care of all the rest. So that's super. Yeah. So and the other question I get a lot is, you know, what is the optimal size for a donor advised fund? Like, do you have to have millions of dollars to set one up or what, what are you seeing in your experience, Denise? Well, that's a very good question. And I think one of the appeals to donor advised funds is you can start much smaller than you could re reasonably with a private foundation. When I started in this space, accountants were saying that you really should have two to $5 million to start a private foundation because of the costs involved, you know, the annual audit costs and all of those things. But with a donor advised fund, you can certainly start um, with $25,000 or more, although we recommend a minimum size of $100,000 at least as a target. I mean, you could build towards that, but you know, smaller gifts, to be honest, should really go directly to charity. But if you're going to use a structure and build on it, you should target $100,000 and and grow it from there. I can tell you our average account now is around $400,000 to $600,000. Okay. Okay. That's super. Uh, that's really valuable. And you know, we're not going to go in, into the details on on all, all the costs, but I think it'd be good for our listeners to get a general understanding of, you know, what it costs to go this route with Canada Gives. What's 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 the what's the general expenses that they would incur with Canada Gives? Yeah, everybody should know. Obviously, um, 
this is what we do full time. So, you know, we have staff and costs to cover, but um, there is no out-of-pocket cost for the donor who chooses to set up a donor advised fund with us. The, as I mentioned, it costs nothing to set it up because we're just setting you up on our system. There's no legal cost to worry about. Once it's up and running and we have received the donation, Kevin, and have sent the money to you to be invested, we um, will charge an annual administration fee on a quarterly basis and redeem that out of the investment account in arrears. So uh, those those fees range from 50 basis points, half a percent to 1.25% per annum. You know, the, uh, they decline as the assets get bigger. Um, and so, you know, I know that you and your team will deliver far more than 1.25% a year. <laughs> yeah. So effectively, it should cost the donor nothing ever and have lots of room there for, for charitable giving. Yeah, super. Okay, yeah, no, uh, uh, I don't like to make, Promises about investment performance, but I'm pretty confident we can uh, we can do better than one and a quarter over a over a market cycle. Um, so it's it's yeah. So it's basically for our listeners, it's basically like a management fee that's charged on the account from Canada from the Canada Gift side, and then from the CWB McLean and Partners side, we would have our management fee kind of bundled into that as well. And it's worked. We got a, a couple in the, in the works, and it works pretty well. So that's great. Um, and I think Denise Lassie, kind of kind of bring this to life. Um, what are what are some stories or examples you can share with us where this is this strategy's worked really well? Well, we love sharing stories because because this is real life and real people who have jumped in and um, started and have enjoyed and thrived in their philanthropy. Yeah, to give you one example, we had uh, ten years ago actually uh, a young widow in Vancouver. Um, you know, obviously had lots of things to deal with, but her advisor suggested starting this foundation with a $200,000 donation to, to start it up. And her goal was really to get her family, her two daughters involved and, and do something as a family that would be a positive experience and, a, uh, you know, together. So, you know, they needed some help and we worked through helping them identify causes and they spent time developing a foundation mission and you know, they grew over time. And every year, her investment advisor said to her, look, your portfolio has grown by X amount. You're going to have to pay this much tax. Why don't we donate these securities to your foundation and you won't have to pay any tax on the gains? So she listened to that wise advice and she's grown that foundation now in 10 years to over $2 million. Her and her daughter uh, have supported charities to the tune of $800,000. And so you know, it's been, and her daughter actually runs it more than the mother does. So it's really been really very good uh, for them as a family. Um, to give you an idea of one of our favorite Alberta people, another, uh, we've got two Alberta examples to share with you that both that have been with us for about seven years. One is a business owner, um, a youngish fellow, a little older than you, Kevin, <laughs> but he'd be in his early 50s. And um, you know, obviously a very successful business, but he and his wife are very committed to giving, decided to set up a structure because it's easy to make regular donations into that. So every year uh, with his business year end, he he donates money into his, his foundation account. He started with a million dollars and every year adds 800,000 to a million dollars. He ha has now over $7 million. And every November, I can tell you regularly, his wife will give us a very big spreadsheet with 64 different charities. She does more work than she has to, but she likes to do it, she told us. 
And um, we then, you know, give individual gifts, whether it's by check or electronic funds, um, to 64 different charities to, wow. to further their giving goals. And so they're very dedicated and we're delighted to work with them. Another example, though, of how this can be used, we had a fellow who was retiring. He had a big bonus or severance package, and so he had a big tax event that year. He donated um, one big lump sum, and this is seven years ago. He donated a million dollars, has never made another donation into his foundation account, and is spending it down every year. He's now given away uh, $600,000, over $600,000 to charities, but he still has over $750,000 in that foundation because he's it's invested, right? And so even though it's going down with the giving, there's new assets that have been added because of investment returns. So right. he's already $400,000, you know, he's already been able to give $400,000 more to charity than he would have without having a foundation. So um, that's another example of how someone has wisely used a big gift and, and made it grow over time and been very active. Yeah. The last the, the other example I wanted to share with you um, is some people have a heart for giving out of Canada. And there are a number of wonderful charities that you can support that are working outside of Canada. For example, with COVID in India, there's a number of charities and our donors sometimes ask who, who's who's working there and we can help direct them. But we had one uh, family who actually already had a private foundation and they he made his money in mining in the Congo. So they wanted to give back to the Congo. It was meaningful to them and there was no Canadian charity working there. So we actually, um, they gave us a grant to build up this expertise in, in doing foreign charitable work. So we were able to help them build a girls' school in the Congo over eight years, eight different stages, and now they are educating 400 girls every year from kindergarten to grade 12 who never would have had the opportunity to be educated. And so that's a very worthwhile, highly impactful charitable giving plan that we were able to support them with through uh, donor advised funds and uh, project by project basis. So yeah. those are some ways, um, Kevin, that the donors we've worked with have been able to maximize their philanthropy and enjoy their philanthropy and build on their philanthropy and use, you know, good investment management and good tax planning to to further all those goals. Super. Thank you, Denise. Those are like those are amazing stories, especially that last one um, about that that girls school. That's incredible. Yeah. And I know like kind of as I, as I bring it back to your first story about the mother and daughters in Vancouver, I know. A big thing in our clients' minds these days is, as we meet with them, is, you know, how do I pass this wealth on to the next generation? Right. And how do I instill some of the values that me and my wife and my grandparents, uh, my parents had as it relates to, you know, managing wealth, uh, giving back to the community, giving the charities. And and so um, I've seen some of our clients use a donor advice fund to engage their children Right. In, in some of their family values and right. even learning a little bit about investment management. And so it's um, it's it's more to it than that, you know, than just, you know, obviously the charities win, but the family can win in a big way, too. The family can win in a big way. And we've seen very different ways that different you know techniques that people have used their donor advised funds. Some people will get together at Thanksgiving or Christmas and talk about which charities they want to support. Let the kids have a certain amount of money to pick charities. 
And many of them do that. Some of them have even taken money out of their own donor advised fund and created separate donor advised funds for their children so that their children can have a sense of ownership directly, right? So lots of different ways, but they've all said that it's a wonderful way to engage in family conversations at a level they hadn't never experienced before. Super, yeah. So these, given our, given the theme of our episode is what they don't tell you, I've got to ask you, what don't they tell you about donor-advised funds? Well, just about everything, Kevin, because donor-advised funds are almost the best-kept secret in the not-for-profit sector. Even charities don't really know what a donor-advised fund is or could or can explain it. So um, we appreciate this opportunity to share how they can be used and how they can be impactful for both givers and the recipient charities. But just about everything is unknown about donor-advised funds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can I can relate to that because I've you know been in the financial services and investment counseling business for 25 years and I've um, learned a lot about them from you in the last couple of years. It's been very eye-opening. So um that's been fantastic. Um well Denise, thank you very much for joining us on uh what they don't tell you. This has been very informative. Um really appreciate your time and your stories. And um Canada Gives has an amazing website, so I would encourage all of our viewers and listeners to check out the Canada Gives website and feel free to reach out to Denise directly. Thanks again, and I uh, yeah. hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye.